Hey everybody, welcome back to On Stage, Off Stage. I'm your host, George Sapio, and this is episode number 164, April of 2023. Our guest this month is Claude Jackson, an attorney from Arizona whose play Cashed Out won the Von Marie Ashley Excellence in Playwriting Award for Native Voices at the Autry Museum of the American West. It was then picked up as a developmental commission and had a world premiere at the San Francisco Playhouse. The play deals with Rocky, a mother and an accountant, who has a gambling addiction. Where did the play come from? As, as I'm led to understand, it came from a shorter play? Yes. Back in uh, 2019, uh, the Native Native Voices at the Autry, they're an equity group that Native American uh, actors and, and, uh, and playwrights and directors. And uh, so they have a uh, an annual uh, short play festival. And of course, they'll have a theme. Right. And uh, that particular year, the theme was uh, uh, gaming, native gaming, gambling, <laughs> being it, it was it was a wide array. With, you know, they, they just throw out the theme and then you could you could work with it any way you want. And um, that's where I uh, uh, came up with the idea of uh, cashed out. And I, I chose to, uh, in my way, discuss it as a uh, uh, as a, a drama tragedy uh, and also um uh, about addiction, uh, gambling addiction, which um, I don't really have much. I, I don't have much background in gambling addiction as opposed to just regular addiction. And uh, but you know, did my research and and uh, it, you know, I had ten pages, so I just explored it uh, uh, sparsely anyway. I wanted to deal with the human uh, emotion of it all, and uh, and from there, it um, uh, one of the one of the reps from uh, San Francisco Playhouse saw that. Uh, saw that I won, loved the play, and then uh, pandemic hit, COVID hit, sure, and uh, yeah. San, San Francisco Playhouse was one uh, one of the many playhouses, uh, companies that uh, were doing Zoom 10-minute uh, plays and just really trying to get out there, and uh, they did have a weekly um, uh, Zoom reading of a, of a play. I mean, I've, seen, I've heard some of yours and uh, or some of, some of them are here on this own podcast, so uh, it was it was wonderful. They put it on. Uh, the, the same actress that uh, that was in my play and, and at the Autry was in this one, so she was, so that was that was really comforting, and um, they it was well received in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and um, and this is the funny part is, uh, so after it was done, everyone loved it, everyone was gushing, uh, didn't know many of these people were on the Zoom kind of like we're doing now, and. Uh, you know, there some people are saying, "Hey, that's this would be a great like a long play. I'd like to see it." And and I, <laughs> I literally like sent an email to everyone that was on this on, on this uh, uh, this page here, and I just said, "Hey, thanks a lot. This was a wonderful experience, and you know, uh, I I will keep you in mind if uh, you know if and when I, I turn this into a long play." And I said that. George, I said it like exactly like, oh, see you later. Um, I'll be seeing you soon or we'll keep in touch. I kind of said it like that, you know, in the email. But then immediately after I, I sent that email, um, Bill English, the managing director of San Francisco, immediately, I mean, just kind of threw it out like we can commission you for this. And so that's how wow. it, that, that's how it came to be. And uh and you know, and, and and I'm sure the the uh, the contract terms were similar to everyone else's, where uh, you know they gave me uh, th- kind of like three bites at the apple, three drafts, mm-hmm. um, and uh, but they would they did find that I actually worked pretty fast. Um, I you know I think I had three months for the first draft, 
you know, I wrote that probably a month, maybe a little bit, um, a uh, little bit over that. Okay, and then, let's let's get into this because play development is one of my favorite topics. Um, yeah. Were you familiar with this process before you walked into it, or was this a new experience? Uh, it was it was a new experience, although. In working with with native voices, because we would submit these ten minute plays, right. uh, we would uh, you know they would they would allow for a play uh, for a, a table read, a read through, and then uh, and then they actually did give us uh, dramaturgs to work mm-hmm. with. So um, I did know that I had uh, I, I had opportunities to 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 develop it to to uh, you know check on some basics like you know is it too much exposition is it uh you know even even the format of it all so i kind of knew that but here's the funny thing is that i had um uh, when i first was doing these is is i thought like hey um i know i just submitted this uh this play uh, is it okay i i kind of tweaked it a little is it okay if i submit you know, they're like, yes <laughs> send it to me send it to me silly and uh so uh you know the again the the it called for three drafts, but, uh, you know, it, it was, it was significantly more. I, I, I worked with them and even, even little notes that they had, right. um, I, I kind of dived into them and, and, Oh, okay. And then I would send them off. So I actually lost track of how many drafts, um, you know, I did. Mm-hmm, sure. And, uh, but, but yeah, so I, I, again, I had an idea to, to answer your question is, um, uh, you know, I had an idea that uh, how that I can I can do this. Uh, okay, and you felt good about the whole process. You felt the play growing organically. Yes, de- definitely. Uh, I know that. Like the first draft was written. Um, uh, it, it was so, it was episode so like an epic, and it was it was mm-hmm. so. Uh, I, I had screenplay uh, some screenplay uh, experience, yes. so I wrote it kind of like that, and it was it was it was told linear. And uh, obviously, that's something you just couldn't put the, the way I, I presented it. That's something you really couldn't put on stage. Right. Um, and so in, in working with uh, with San Francisco Playhouse, uh, I didn't have a dramaturg, but, uh, you know, I worked with them. Uh, you know, I kind of started getting the idea of it. And, and matter of fact, I, had, I think I had many, many, too many characters. And again, I, I'm, it wasn't in my mindset because I didn't know this. But sure. then I realized, oh, OK, then we. And let's shrink it down. Let's let's get to the story that I really want to tell. And then and then I, I knew I was able to play around with uh, flashbacks with, uh, you know, and then, you know, I had an idea about transitions, but someone just told me, let let it go on the transitions, let the director mm-hmm. deal with that. And so uh, that freed me up a little. And so I, I was I was able to play around with it, experiment with a little. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, that was part of the development of it all. Cool. That's um, I've always found development to be a journey which contains at least two or three surprises where I have to sit there and go, oh, my gosh, did I do that? Or <laughs> I had no idea I was going to end up here. Were there moments in this process for you where you sat there and thought, how did I get here and what am I going to do with this? Uh <laughs> Seemed like all the time. Okay. <laughs> it, yeah. uh, it, but it was. It, but it, I, I trusted in, I trusted in my, uh, I guess, own abilities as a storyteller. Where, where, even where I was, at some point where, like, ah, I, I like someone would make a suggestion or or point out something, and I go, I don't know how to get from, from that this point to the point to to the next point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I kind of just 
sat on it and, and, and it, it eventually came to me or as you know, just write it down, write anything down. And then, then we could pick apart from there because the, the rewriting is always the fun part anyway. Yeah. And so, uh, and yes, I look back on, on some, some scenes or, or some situations that I put my uh, characters in that I put myself in and, uh, yeah, I would say, wow, um, how did I get here? And then I would go back and say, okay, how did I get here? Yeah, I better answer that question and make sure that there's some continuity to it all. <laughs> Again, another fun fun part of the process. I I love the I love the process, and yes. um, one of the things you touched on briefly was not having the answer to solve a particular problem right away, but sitting on it, and eventually it you know it comes to you, which is a very yep. tricky thing for a lot of writers because. Somehow we 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 come to the point where oh you're a writer you're supposed to be able to just fix this thing right away and just move <laughs> on otherwise you're not a you know writer in quotes and yes. personally I abandoned that nonsense a long time ago <laughs> and realized that the more I sit on something that's part of the writing process um, exactly did that worry you did that bother you at all or it uh, no. Um, uh, you know, I so I'm I'm fair I'm I'm very new to this this whole process itself. Except that uh, in in terms of uh, playwriting, uh, mm -hmm. less than ten years, about nine years, and most of them have been uh, short plays. But um, you know, I I, I say I, I feel like I've been writing since I was a teenager, okay. and I uh, I wrote my first uh, screenplay, which was garbage, but I wrote it when I was like in my early twenties and. Uh, and so, I, I mean, I had some writing experience and, 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 uh, but what I did know is that, uh, one thing about it is I've never been on a, on a deadline mm -hmm. and, uh, and even this commission, like, like I said, uh, you know, I had three months to do this and I did a lot faster and I just, I just feel I have that in me. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but I, you know, it, it is something where, where throughout the writing process, any kind of story I've, I've, I've written or I've come up with, uh. I mean, it could come to me anywhere. It, 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 it doesn't usually come by when I'm sitting at the, at the keyboard. It's usually I'm in the shower. Uh, yep. I'm having a cup of coffee. I'm the frozen food aisle. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You never know when it is going to, and, and I trust it enough that it is going to come, uh, uh, that, you know, I, I, I just, it just, it, 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 I work it in my head, like the, mm -hmm. this situation or this, and then, and then my mind really starts to work about work. And, and uh, you know, it kind of starts mining old, uh, you know, maybe stories that I've I've seen before, I've read before, I've seen performed. Yeah. Any any real life situations? Oh, okay. Then it then it starts to narrow, and uh, you know, it 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 just it just happens to that um, kind of naturally on it. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. It's it's a it's a wonderful journey. I just. After I saw the original article in AZ Central about you um, and read about the play's journey and about the play itself, uh, I went to your NPX and <clears throat> downloaded the play. And I've actually read it twice. Um, and it's, I love the play. It's powerful. Oh, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. Um, and I was dearly hoping for, I guess, maybe a different kind of ending, but 
I was perfectly satisfied with the ending that you did craft because I felt it was organic, logical, and contained a lot of verisimilitude. Um, and that for me is is one of, one of the points on whether or not a play succeeds. And you hit the bullseye with this one, I, I believe. Thank um, you. I want to talk about reception because this started off as a short play for the Autry mm-hmm. and went to a much longer play in San Francisco. Can you talk about the difference in, let's talk about the, the reception you got in San Francisco. What are the audience when you, I'm assuming you spoke to a lot of people about this or they wanted to speak to you because everybody wants to meet the playwright. Yay. Um, <laughs> what kind of, what kind of remarks were you getting about this questions? Uh, I, I, so a lot of, um, uh, it, it, they're, they're various, uh, uh, you know, some people came to me in tears in their eyes and said it hit, it, you know, it, it really uh, spoke to them in a way. And, and I really wasn't sure if it was, it was, I knew it was, a, it was addiction they're talking about, mm-hmm. but uh, I didn't know if it was, it was, it was gambling addiction or other forms of addiction. Uh, but I mean, we had one, she didn't come to, to, up to me, but we had one uh, person that, that brought her uh, eight month chip from gambling. And uh, she gave it to the director, and then we we've actually incorporated it into the play. Uh, so we we got a lot of that. Obviously, that you know that's that's the beauty of theater that when it hits you on a personal level like that uh, as an audience member. So um, we we had a lot of that. I did have a, a lot of questions about uh, you know how you know maybe my choice of 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 writing it from a, a woman's perspective, and uh, and how, you know how. Me being a, a man, how that you mm-hmm. know, how did that come about? And um, so I, I've, I've answered some questions regarding that. Uh, but I also I also had some some positive feedback regarding um, uh, the uh, you know the fact that this family three generations they uh, how they dealt with it and um, and that it was a uh, how they they dealt with addiction in general and and you know some family members well at the first didn't, didn't understand it they understood addiction like i've been saying but they didn't yeah. understand what gambling you know how you could be uh, uh you could have that weakness for gambling uh but it, it so it really was something that captured a lot of people in terms of of you know what they felt with in, in terms of their own lives uh, and and you know, getting back to the question about me writing these characters for women, I, I've answered it um, uh, different ways, but uh, there was a few that stood out and and how I thought about it is one was, you know, working with the with the Autry uh, Native Voices, the Autry. I was just very impressed with the actors, yeah. the, the women, and I wanted to give them good parts. And uh, and another thing too is when you do these uh, playwriting contests. Uh, I, I'm not like this anymore, but back then I really wanted to win, <laughs> win it. And so I, I did. Uh, that I, doesn't change. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. <laughs> and I did, but I did know that, uh, uh, that when you present these plays, you really do have to stand out. Um, mm-hmm. I, I thought I had written some really good plays in the past, but um, when, when they were all presented, it was like six, seven, eight of these plays put on, you're like, Oh, wait a minute. Mine has a similarity to this one, to that one. And, and the ones that went, I mean, the ones that won clearly won, they were, they were great plays, but I also knew one of their, one of their, uh, 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 the factors in it is that they, they, uh, they did stand out. And so I just wanted to make sure my place stood out 
Yeah. And uh, again, I it, and just growing up, I had a strong uh, mother influence, I had a strong grandmother mm-hmm. influence, and so um, I I just thought it was natural to 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 come up with these characters and um and you know I, I've also I also know that throughout history um, in 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 storytelling um, you just can't have the woman cannot be the background character they they no. they just they're not they're not that they're not they're you know they're they've been that for so so many centuries (laughs) exactly and so so uh, and even in some uh, like uh, you know i've been a co-writer my brother on a movie uh that we made a a little independent one here and i remember when we were writing that um you know originally my brother wrote it out and it was a um uh the the character was it was like she was a female character she was just there just a woman that was there Mm -hmm. And I go, no, we need to add something more to her. There needs to be some more nuance to her. She has, she has to be as independent as the, the quote-unquote uh, main character. And so, you know, that was just a background that I uh, – that, that's just my my thinking and that's how uh-huh. I applied it. And I made sure I was respectful to, you know, not only – to all the characters that I created, that that I came up with. Yeah, well, your character of Nan is a rock for the ages. She's indomitable. I, um... <laughs> Thank you. No, 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 no. She's, I would love to see <laughs> whichever actor had her role do this one on stage because um, every time she was there, she had my attention. And it's the way you drew her with such compassion. And I was going to say street smarts, but there's no real street there. But I mean, organic strength is is about the yeah. best way I can put it common sense um she's brilliant I, I I love this woman I just I just want to have you know weekend dinners with her and just you know <laughs> hug her or something like that um yeah so well done with her it's, 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 thank it, you yeah um I also thought that the and I'm just going to say this as an aside the AZ central picture of you um since given the theme of this play, which is kind of against, you know, gambling addiction, you're standing on the stage at a casino. <laughs> Were you thinking there's a little bit of irony involved in this, sir? There, there is a lot of irony to it, but it, it, it came down to the the photographer wanted to get a picture uh, of me, and uh, they go, "You do it in your office," but I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm a public servant. I didn't want to have it in my. Um, my own office and my wife was like, we're not having it at our house. It's not, you know, like, that's, you're clean. <laughs> and so, uh, my, my, my brother works, uh, on my, on this, on my reservation as well, Alhila river. Yeah. And, um, he's the, uh, he's the public duration, uh, essentially the, uh, public relations, uh, director out here. And so we were kicking around some ideas of where to have it and, and some kind of stages, yeah. uh, what stage to have. We don't have many out here. I mean, we, there's a big school stage when we have a, a middle school that has a great stage. And, uh, but we, we knew the casino had this, this wonderful stage there and he just made a phone call and, and, you know, it was just Arizona Republic. I don't, I don't believe we gave him the full detail. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah but i i haven't i haven't heard any pushback from it and and uh you know it, it's uh it, it's funny it's very right i think it was in the in the article itself is that um the the casino itself has paid for my education has put me in a position uh where i i not only am i'm i'm doing mm-hmm. well professionally as an attorney but uh you know I, it freed me up to 
to to pursue this because I am doing well. I'm provided for my family, and then I could do yeah. some, I could do playwriting. Um, and you know, I do know that I'm I'm not I'm not really uh, banking on making uh, tens of millions of dollars. Oh no, no 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 no! Seriously, seriously, <laughs> poets make more than playwrights. Okay, <laughs> yeah. It's so nice to have a day job. Um, <laughs> you said you were relatively new to this in, in, in nine, ten years. Uh, normally, when somebody says they're new to this, I usually hear two to three years. Uh, but how did you get? What brought you into the craft of? putting words into people's mouths that you know, get up on stage and shout them back to audiences 10 feet away. Well, so I've, I, I've said this before is I've, I've secretly wanted to be in high school, the theater nerd, theater geek. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I just loved performance. Uh, and I just love people getting on stage and doing whatever music, comedy, I think Richard Pryor and George Carlin are my, my, Heroes from from when I was oh, even when I was absolutely. a kid, absolutely sure. And, yeah. and so, yeah. uh, and you know, and and you know, I just I just love the the storytelling. I just love that that part of it all, and mm -hmm. and acting, of course. And so, uh, but I it just never it never happened for me as in high school. None of that. Theater. Um, I went to a a Catholic high school that didn't really have didn't have a theater program. Mm -hmm. And then at at when I went to Arizona State uh, uh, for undergrad back in the uh, uh, early 90s uh, they the only thing i did see i knew that I, I didn't even think that to just walk into a theater program or, or anything like that the only thing i saw was they had a weekly improv uh group that performed at the uh, student union sure. it was called the memorial union and i would watch that like all the time i was just love that and i like the next year i was like i'm gonna go out for this i'm gonna because I, I think i have ideas i think i'm a funny guy and uh, i i went up there and they gave me a form and i looked at it and it was like a full-on like audition like you had to do it. I don't know anything about that. So I put it up and threw it away and never. <laughs> and so, uh, so, but I, I, mean, I did discover a, a, a film writing and I discovered the format to that. And, um, and again, this is the early nineties. So I wrote a few movie scripts. I was proud of them. Um, yeah. And, uh, but I also knew that to get back then to get a, a film script like sold or anything is what you had to do. You had to go to LA, you had to get an agent, you had yep. to do all of this. Mm -hmm. And I just was not going to do that. Um, and I wasn't really in the right state of mind. I was in my early twenties. I was st still kind of a party animal. And so um, I kind of just did what I did. I just, I still like to write. And I said, Hey, I'm writing this from, you know, I like to write it and, and, and I like to tell these stories. So I'm going to keep writing. Uh, but I never, again, never picked up on theater. I did love Shakespeare. I was an English lit major. Right. Uh, and, and uh, so I did know about the theater. I did I did attend some shows, and um, uh, but again, no no formal education, and I just fell into it because the Native Voices at the Autry had these playwriting contests, and uh, you know, ten minutes. I thought I could do ten minutes, and and the, the first theme was sports, and I like sports, and so I wrote a little funny uh, uh, play about that. They got chosen, and, and that's what started it. But nice. you know, I would like to say that. The, you know, I was thinking about this before is, um, you know, like I said, I picked up play, I picked up screenwriting pretty fast because I, you know, movies are all around us all the time. Oh, and I, I wondered, yeah. and I wondered why, you know, because I said I like plays, I wondered why I, you know, didn't pick that up. Now, it could have been some dumb, like some dumb luck where somebody says, hey, you know what, you should go to this play or whatever. The thing about it, is, this is what I think that, that 
the the per a person that is not a lay person that is not does not under no theater or anything like that. What do they know? They know Shakespeare, and that's all mm-hmm. they know. That that's all. And then the, they know that hey, it's probably like thirty dollars a ticket to go see a play, and you have to go at a specific time. Yep. What I did know, and a lot of people don't know, is that there are a lot of plays, and there's a lot of playhouses, black boxes, and this is a term that I just learned. That you know, that's why I'm saying I'm new to it. I just learned that with one of my favorite I terms did, in all of theater does is black <laughs> exactly. box. Yes. And so I so that was the thing is that people don't realize that there is a not only something affordable, but something independent that is out there that these plays are getting are getting produced. Yeah. And they don't know that they all they know is that uh okay, when's uh, is Hamlet is Romeo and Juliet gonna is gonna be playing? It's you know, um uh, is uh you know the uh, Phantom of the Opera going to be playing at the big, mm-hmm. big uh, play, and that's all they know. They do not know that that uh, community that is out there, because it's it's like it's like saying, "Hey, on music, all you really need to know is Bob Dylan, and that's it. Bob Dylan is the greatest. That's all you. That's all we're going to present to you at all times is Bob Dylan, and then you don't realize, huh? There's a there's a culture of punk music or hip hop music that yeah. came from the underground that pays. Uh, uh, pays reference to uh, deference to uh, uh, Bob Dylan, but it's their own music, and it's something that you, like some of my age, discovered an artist when I was fifteen, sixteen, early twenties, sure. and still love them today. And we just didn't have that. And movies, movies, we do have that. Like we see movies all the time, and our our directors and our stars become our our people. Mm-hmm. And um, it just I, it, yeah exactly. And so uh, what I was getting at is that the you know for whatever reason it didn't come out that way where it's presented to anyone. People don't realize anyone could could go to a play and enjoy it. Yeah. And it, to me, it's not that difficult to take in a play or to understand what is happening. It's storytelling. Theater yeah. is is can be very prohibitive because, like you say, people have the. The idea that, oh, I've got to get dressed and I've got to be there at 730 and I'm going to watch Shakespeare, which I'm not going to understand any of. But and here, I, you know, I'm making air quotes. uh, This is culture. Mm -hmm. And it kind of it's a little off putting, but discovering. Yes. Community theater, discovering theater that is not Shakespeare, that is not O'Neill, that is not the stuff that was jammed down your throat in high school as, you know, Broadway. That's another thing. You know, you know people say, yeah. oh, you, you're looking to get to Broadway. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'll take off Broadway at, at, at the best. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's theater. Yeah. You got to look out for, for the, for the reachable theater, for the common theater, for the modern stuff, the stories that you're telling. Exactly. The stories that I'm trying to tell, the stories that I'm trying to focus on here with this podcast about what's real, what's current, and not something that happened, you know, in, in, in the 12th century. And I'm not dissing Shakespeare by, by any means. No. Okay. No, neither am I. I, I love Shakespeare. So, yeah. But uh, uh, you're not the only playwright in the family. Is, is that your brother is also well, a playwright? Yes. Right? He's, he's, uh, uh, he's, more, he's more into the uh, uh, film film writing and okay. uh and so me and him we we co-wrote co-produced co-directed a movie called uh in circles it was a native american uh film uh back in 2015 it did it did 
uh, do the rounds. We did get selected, and, and especially the Native American, um, the big Native American uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, film festivals, and in some local film festivals here. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, we're real proud of that. It, it did show our community. Uh, it was filmed on the reservation, uh, and uh, it was all it was all a, a community member, Native American uh, uh, actors, and these are yeah. our friends. And we we just it was a wonderful experience, but it was uh, there was a thing about it. And I, again, I love films, but it took uh, we didn't have any money. It probably cost about two thousand to make it. But uh, it took about two years to do it because we we're doing it on the weekends. We have jobs and uh, we do, you know, then we, we wouldn't do it for a few weeks or a month. And then we have to come back. And, yeah. and uh, so uh, it was just a long process. And then it was a long editing process that uh, my brother took over on the editing. Uh, we had original music because he is a musician. And so we, his band, we put music in there. So it was a great experience. I'm, I'll never Take right. that away. I mean, I'm glad we did it and we want to make more movies, but you know, that's again, that's why maybe you, to get back to your question a few minutes ago is why did I, how did I come to playwriting or drama theater? This is one of them. I discovered this community that, uh, hey, right now, all I got to do is write a play. And at the very least, this community is going to read it. Sure. And, uh, and if they like it, they're, uh, you know, I might find someone that's going to, be able to produce it as opposed to, hey, Claude, um, you know, you wrote this great movie script, but, you know, that's going to, we're talking millions. All I want you to do yeah. is read it. <laughs> there are 10,000 artists for every opportunity. And <laughs> collaboration can be tricky at the best of times, but it's nice to know that you and your brother Roberto mm-hmm. have found a way to make it work. You know, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, his uh you know one thing about him is that he's a uh he's more visual because he's he's got a, a degree in photography and um uh, a master's in photography actually and mm-hmm. uh and i i liked writing and so i think when we were even co-directing he was worried about you know setting up the shot the lighting the sound and i'm over there uh working with the actors messing around with the script at the last minute uh but he hated the fact that when i would walk up to him and go hey rob you know what i think maybe we could shoot it this way, like I'm thinking, he could just pick up a camera. And, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, all right, Claude, let's let's. let's uh-huh. <laughs> he was like, thanks so, for the tip. <laughs> so, uh, so we we did work well with it because we had we had different strengths uh, coming coming at that, and and that's that's the beauty of uh, the collaboration. I mean, finding that in theater is that that you know there's the. the the, the technical staff, especially on on the play at San Francisco, they they were just they were fantastic. They had sure, a great yeah. great set design. The, the you know we had we had some really good um, uh, reviews on the on the lighting and the sound. The uh, which again I didn't know about it. <laughs> Here's a funny story: is uh you know we we they would have the you know the the production meetings, the nightly ones, and and I remember. Uh, the director would turn to me and goes, Claude, you do not have to be here at this production meeting. And I go, that's fine, but I'd like to be here. And they, they, everyone's looking around like, oh, my God, is the, <laughs> is the playwright going to start? And all I was doing, honestly, mm-hmm. was just sitting there and taking it all in and listening and trying to figure out what the process is, what they're what they're doing. I'm not making any opinion of it because I know what the director is supposed right. to be doing. So all I, that's all I did. And they, they actually were, okay, he's just, he is actually just sitting there. And I, I even had a... Uh, Bill, manager, the manager director goes, man, I usually kick out the, <laughs> the script. Of the a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah, it's, I've, I've walked into rehearsal rooms for my own play, 
And the director turns around and goes, what is the playwright doing here? <laughs> and, you know, I, I love to let the director and the actors have fun with the words and play because that's where the creativity comes from. And I love to see them take whatever I've put down on paper and make something of their own out of it. Yes. But I also like to sit in the back every once in a while just to see what the process is like. Exactly. Okay. And a lot of tech people, a lot of actors and a lot of directors feel nervous with daddy in the back of the room because <laughs> <I know. laughs> we're putting different clothes on his kid. We're making, you know, we're doing things that he, you know, you, you, oh my goodness. Yeah. And so what I, I turned around to the director, I says, I'm sitting in the back and I'm shutting up. Okay. And at the end of the night, we'll have a talk, but you know what? Do your job. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I just, I like, I just want to be in the room. That's all. I, I'm, yeah. I, I know what I've done. I know what my role is. It's already been, it's been laid out. Uh, where it's like, hey, we're gonna, we, can we change this word or whatever? And I'm there. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's fine. Otherwise, I look. I'm just, I just want a guy that wants to see what's happening. That's all. Sure. I, yeah. I, I like to put my head in and, and, mm -hmm. uh, and I, I, I just love the process because it's, you see them at the rehearsal stage, and then when you see the finished product, you're like, wow. The, and I just marvel at the actors. I marvel at the directors when they make the choices that they do. Yeah. Uh, and it's good, you know, and it's just something that, you know, in a few years, maybe I want to direct or something or, or have an idea. And, and, and if that happens, then great. I, at least I have some background on it. Right now, I have none. Yeah. So I heartily encourage uh, it. It will make you a better playwright. Thank you. Yeah, I get no, that. No, seriously, learn everything you can about it. You, you know, do the lights, do the sound, design the sound. That's fun. You know, I mean, no. find out every single aspect about it. Because if you're just a playwright, you've got a limited view. The yes. more you discover about how the theater actually works, the better your work will be. I guarantee it. It, it, it does. It informs me. Like when I sit down and write, it informs me about how this is going to be. Yes, they, people have said, you know, just write it down and let mm -hmm. someone else worry about it. But I go, okay, but yes, if I know what the parameters are, then I could fit the story to that, to meet that. Yeah. If, if Look, if, my, if a story I'm working on, a play I'm working on, and it, it demands for 13, 14 speaking parts, then that's what I'm going to write. But also, if there's a play, a story that I'm like, okay, I know what the parameters are. I, I don't know, but it's not like I'm working with with the Playhouse. But it's like, okay, if I know that five or six is doable. And then here's another thing about it is, say I do write a play that is strictly just Native American, mm -hmm. Native American actors, that it calls for that. Well, you know, a lot of Playhouses, a lot of regional theaters are going to be like, uh, I don't know if we have five or six Native American actors here yeah. in in the region. I'm going to that affects the budget, whatever. So I, I'm I'm getting an idea of all of this, and I could work within the rules. And it's much like, you know, I, I don't know the what was that the old school uh, iambic pentameter or something. Right, like, sure. The the poets wrote in a certain way, and uh, it you know when someone read looks sees that says, "Well, that was very limited for them." I go, "Well, kind of, but those are the rules of the game. Mm -hmm. They worked within the rules." And they excelled at it. And, uh, you know, that's that's how I look at it. I, I'm, I'm OK right. with if you if if someone says, well, we're going to, you know, we got to put these these parameters up, work within that. I'm fine with that. I really am. Yeah, I, I like those challenges myself. It, it, it yes. makes me makes me think and it, 
in a different way about something? How can I fit this entire story into this little box or, you know, whatever exactly. size box is? Um, I want to change tactics here or change sure. subjects here for a little bit and <clears throat> talk about Claude in the real world. Um, and by re real world, I mean um, the Gila River Indian Community Defense Services Office. You've mentioned a couple of times that you're an attorney. And part of me wants to know what your job is about, what you do, and how what you do with your clients and the courts and your community, how that manages to inform what you put down on paper, how much of that creeps into what comes out of your creative conscience. Oh, yes. So I... Uh... I am the director of, of our public defender's office. I've been doing this for about, uh, I think this is going to be my eighth year. Yes, it's my eighth year. And uh, I've been an attorney since uh, about 2006, almost exclusively with my tribe. I worked with mm -hmm. a prosecutor for a number of years, and I worked, I worked in our civil office. Uh, this year, as a public defender, uh, eight years is probably the longest job I've ever had. Uh, longest position I've ever had. Mm -hmm. And I think that says a lot about how much I love doing this. And uh, so I, uh, it's criminal defense and it's, uh, it's dependency cases. So that's, uh, uh, that's the CPS uh, cases with the, uh, and then we defend the parents on this. Uh, I love it. And, and it's, a, it's it, essentially, it's for the tribe. It's, it worked, I work exclusively in this tribal jurisdiction. Yeah. And uh, so I know who my, uh, uh, my clients are. Uh, I'm a community member myself. And uh, we we and I work with a group. My my attorneys are a group that will do 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 just about anything for their clients. Uh, mm -hmm. You know uh, that that they 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 really want the best for them, and uh, they will defend them, and not only defend them, but but you know, like help to see if we can get them back on the right path. Yeah. And uh, so so that's my my job. I, I I'm. I'm actually preparing this weekend for I have a trial set, a uh, jury trial set uh, in a few days. So I'm, I'm doing that as well. And uh, uh, so, yeah, like I said, I do love this job. And uh, one of the things about it is, is how is that translated into to what I do as a, as a storyteller? Uh, I, I haven't written uh, uh, anything like 12 angry men or anything. So I, I, I stay mm -hmm. away from the, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do a, 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 uh, I'm not going to do any kind of a, a, a like legal play and you know something that has to do with a with trial or anything like that or or that kind of experience because it's I'm too close to it right. and I got to have the respect for my clients. However, what it has helped me with is uh, the human interaction uh, with with uh, my clients, with prosecutors, with judges. It's that that I can talk with with people every day. And it's not always about, hey, what happened on, on this night or anything. It's more like I got to get to know people. I got if I'm especially if I'm going to defend them. So mm -hmm. uh, it helps me stay inquisitive and it helps me to observe. And I try to, and I, you know, I, I read a lot of police reports. I, I, I listen to a lot of, uh, uh, you know, dialogue, uh, you know, body cams, all this. And, uh, but I, it, again, it, it, it informs, it keeps me observant. And uh, you know, I I I was a I was a bag boy uh, at a supermarket back when I was like uh, nineteen eighteen, mm -hmm. uh, not not nineteen eighteen, but when I'm eighteen or nineteen. Gotcha. And, yeah. uh, 
How and, old uh, are you? Wow. You know, I know. <laughs> and uh, the thing is, is I, I mean, I would be talking to people and, yeah. and I, I take that in. And I think that's, that's one of the, you know, a strength of a good, of a good, good storyteller, good writer is that they are observant at all times. Uh, you, your mind is always at work. You never really take a day off from that. You're just, you're, you can, you can sit in an empty room and still try to observe everything around you. Yeah. And I, I like yeah. to sit in full rooms, which is why I generally try to write yeah. in the middle of, you know, a, a coffee shop or something where people are having conversations. Because yes. even though I don't listen yes. to the words, I hear the emotion, I hear the tempo, I hear the cadence. And more yes. on more than one occasion, I have put a character's voice into somebody two tables over who's complaining about her husband. Okay. And, you know, it's, it's, you, you pay attention and you absorb because there's so yes. much out there that, you know, is, is new to your perspective. You're, you're right. And uh, I, I could sit in a coffee, that same thing. I, I'll go, I'll, I can write at home, but I love just going to the coffee shop. And yeah. I mean, there are times I'm there and I look and then I just start texting my wife. Hey, I think there's a, there's this couple of, like, it sounds like, it looks like they're on their first date. I don't know. I'm not hearing, <laughs> but I'm seeing their, their body language. I go, it looks like a first date kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, and so I, I, yeah, I look around, I go, that person is hard at work. And then sometimes I look around, is that a fellow writer? He's watching me and I'm watching. Him. I know. Like they're, we're observing each other. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, in, in writing, I've, I try to find time. Uh, you know, it's a full-time job what I do, but you know, I'm, I, weekends, a uh, couple hours at night, mm -hmm. uh, whatever. Australia. Sometimes I've just taken a long lunch. And, uh, you know, I'll take the annual leave and I, because if I'm feeling it, like I got, I have to write this down. Yeah. I mean, cause your job uh, is demanding, you know, it's not like something you leave. Mm -hmm. you no, know, it's, it's public defense and the law and being an attorney is, it's like being a teacher. It's not a nine to five thing. You no. do this 24 seven. So yeah. carving out time to scribble little tales of human interaction, you know, and again, I'm making air quotes here, uh, you know, it's it's an investment and it's a costly investment. Yes. Yeah. It, but the the thing about it though is is I I've you know you as a fellow writer you know this the joy we get from being able to sit down and I mean writing one great line one, mm -hmm. great, one yes. great dialogue just like you 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 found you found that sweet spot in terms yes. of a, a dialogue to two characters you created. And I mean, I get so much joy out of that. And, yeah. and so I'm, I, you know, I'm always going to do this. I, I, I am just always going to be sitting down and, and telling the story. And uh, you know, my, I still make sure I have time for my family and make sure yeah. I have a, I have an eight year old daughter that doesn't care if I'm a writer an attorney or anything. She just wants to make sure I'm around and I'm making yeah. sure that I am. And uh, so I, you know, I, I make that time because it does fulfill me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the, you know, if I ever do, someone ever says, Hey, Claude, you, if, if someone says, Claude, you're going to be a writer, we're going to pay you this amount and you, but you have to, you, you just got to be your deadline. You have to do this eight hours a day or whatever. Okay. If it's, I can do that. That's, that obviously is a dream of mine. But it's I'm not I'm not sitting there saying I'm I'm waiting for that break. I, I'm just doing what I'm doing. 
yeah. and I'll let everything fall into place naturally. Yeah, I was, I was, I noted something that you said earlier, and you said it off the cuff without even thinking about it. And it's one of the things I appreciate when I run across a fellow scribbler of other human, you know, human situations. And I called you a playwright, and you came back with without even thinking about it. I'm a storyteller, mm-hmm. and the fact that you said I am a storyteller is something that goes back hundreds of generations. Humanity has learned or tried to learn or kept alive images of itself or reflective ongoing identity through storytelling. Doesn't matter what you do. You know, some people say I'm 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 a screenwriter, I'm I'm a poet, I'm I'm a playwright. No, I'm a storyteller. And that, I think, is really all you need to say, because that's part of you. You do it. Yes, you're an attorney. Yes, you're a father. Yes, you're, you know, um, but you're a storyteller also. And I think that's part of what is at our collective core as creative artists. This is what we do. Yes, I I agree. Uh, Like, saying I'm a storyteller is... Again, again, I do want to capture everything about what I've done. Uh, I, you know, even even in my uh, as an attorney, uh, I'm at a jury trial, and I have to write. I have to, I have to do a uh, closing mm-hmm. argument. Yeah. So I have to tell this story about these this evidence facts that have been presented to this jury, and I have to put it in such a way that is uh, is for the benefit of my client, for the benefit of my defense. Mm-hmm. And so I I'm, do it that way. Or I'm sitting there with my daughter and she asked me a question and I I turn into this person where I'm just telling her some fantastic story and I've got her enthralled. And I know for sometimes I have to pull back because I think my eight-year-old thinks, boy, does dad really is he really doing it? Like it's just <laughs> no, I know this is made up. <laughs> but it, it's just in our nature. We we uh we like to uh we like to tell stories. Yeah. Uh you know, I like the I I love the title of being a playwright. I just love that uh that it's something that I can that I can put on my resume, that I could talk to to to, to individuals like yourself, mm-hmm. that uh I, I just I, I'm enjoying everything about it that uh, uh that you know, there, there's, I, I have a, uh, at, at Arizona State, there's a, a uh, next month, the uh, uh, the playwright, um, uh, Madeline uh, Sayat, she's, she's, a, she's a, a professor there, and she's asked me to speak uh, for her class. And I think that's a great Wonderful. honor. That's, yeah. that's a great honor. Sure. And so, uh, you know, I, I'm, again, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I, I'm loving every minute of it. And, but I also do know that, yeah, I, I'm, I'm telling a story almost every day of my life, whether yeah. it's through my voice or just or on paper. That's how we communicate. That's how we stay alive yes. with each other. Claude Jackson, this has been so much fun, so illuminative, yeah. so wonderful. So oh, an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for being here. Um, and good luck with all the plays that have to still come out of your, out of your soul and out of the paper and, for the rest of the world to enjoy and to learn from. George, thank you very much. I'll just, if I can close with this is, is when you reached out to me uh, about a month or so ago, uh, it was, it was a great honor. And then I, I did my, obviously did my research, started listening to the podcast because I didn't know about this podcast. And it was just, it was wonderful listening 
to all those discussions. I probably went through about 10 of them. Wow. And uh, it, it, yeah, I went way back. Uh, and then I know that uh, uh, like Laura Shamus, who's a Native American playwright that you had sat with a few years ago. It's, it was just, it was a wonderful experience. It, 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 it opened my eyes to like, as I stated before, that there's a, there's a community out there that not only is, uh, it, it hasn't been, illuminate to me but also now i know is is opening to me that is yeah. is I, if i have questions i am sending them out to everyone and people have been very open very helpful and i know that i'm going to pay that forward if anyone ever asks me anything i'm i'm going to do all i can to help uh, a playwright uh, a theater person and a theater young person Good. because that is the community we have to build so thank theater you is collaborative much. and we depend upon each other exactly yeah, thank you cool. Thank you, Claude. Thank you. Hey, kids, thanks for listening to On Stage, Off Stage. On Stage, Off Stage is produced monthly, and all of our shows can be found at onstageoffstage.org and also on iTunes and Spotify. If you enjoy what we do, please recommend us to your friends. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at OnOffStage. And if you are a theater artist with an upcoming project of interest or know of someone in the theater who'd make some seriously good chat, by all means, send us a note at info at onstageoffstage.org. I'm George Sapio. Thank you once again for listening. And please stay safe. Be careful, not only for yourself, but for those with whom we all share this rock. And as always, happy theatering to all of you. <laughs>